Hi, I'm Anson. Hi. <laughs> and I'm Nicole. Welcome back to our podcast. These mosas. With mimosas. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, it's officially Scorpio season. I know, and because we haven't recorded in a while, I'm like extra excited. It's been like a week. I know it's been a it's been a minute, but we're back. We're excited. We're so excited, particularly because the day we're recording this is Halloween night. So it's sister spooky season. Ooh. Under Ooh. a full moon. <laughs> Under a blue full moon. And so we decided to do something for this episode that goes along with this spooky theme. Even though it will be late and like probably you'll listen to this in November, but that's fine. We're on Miami time. We're so. on Miami time and it's still Sister Scorpio season. So that's all that fits. matters. Exactly. And since we're a bunch of little witches. Ooh, witches. We're witches and bitches. <laughs> I was trying to link witches and bitches actually, but thank you. You did it for me. Okay. okay, so today's episode, we thought we would talk about what astrology is and what a Scorpio is and just kind of the meat of the topic is just astrology. Basically. Yeah. And so, first of all, disclaimer, we know absolutely nothing for, about astrology. Yeah, everything is out of our butt. <laughs> we figured this is just fun. We used to talk about this all the time when we lived together. We would just like, instead of studying, we would just like, oh my God, what's your yeah. moon? What's your rising? Like not knowing no, what it meant. Literally any person that walked into our house, we were like, what, where, when were you born? What time were you what born? Time? What time? Like, and they're like, they're like, we don't like, know. What, like, why? I don't know. Like, I don't know what time I was born. <laughs> I'm like, ask your mom. <laughs> like, call her. <laughs> and then we're like, therapy session. This is why you're the way you are. Mm-hmm. We're Trauma. Like, oh, it makes so much sense. You're a cancer. Anyway. What exactly is astrology to start us off today, Nicole? Astrology, according to the Oxford Dictionary, is a pseudoscience that claims to divine information about human affairs and terrestrial events by studying the movement and relative positions of celestial objects. So a bunch of fancy words for saying this Things is in bullshit. <laughs> I think, I think I'm a firm believer that like things that have been passed on for years or like traditions. So like things like Chinese medicine, astrology, mm-hmm. like, and all of those, they're not called theories. What are they called? Like Greek mythologies. Or like tales, that, those kinds of things, like. There has folklores. to be some folklores. Fol- folklores. There you go. There has to be some truth. For <laughs> whatever. All I'm thinking is Taylor Swift for some <laughs> reason when I said that word. <laughs> so like that tripped me out. Oh, she does have an album. You're right. You're right. So there has to be some kind of truth to them, or not? Maybe that's I mean, just for I, people. I don't like necessarily like believe in it. I just like very much enjoy reading about it every day. Yeah, not every day. But, like it's all my timeline on Twitter. So I'm just like, ooh, like, what does it say about me? Who am I compatible with? It's like no one. Yeah, no, no one. Like, have you, okay, this is like peak middle school culture, but like, that's when you're like, my crush's birthday is like this day. And then you like enter it on like the compatibility, like website. You know what I'm talking about? 
I know what you're talking about, but I'm glad to say I never went that far. Mm, you're yeah. like, mm, well, I mean, it got okay. me nowhere, but I went that far. <laughs> it happens. It happens. So the, we can say the compatibility app was not very accurate, was it? No, not at all. It said I was very compatible with Tauruses, but I mean, I have like one. We have like one. Yeah. Yeah. All the other ones, I'm like, well, I'm like, keep your distance. And even that one for us, sometimes I'm like, you're a Taurus and I can tell. <laughs> you're so stubborn. <laughs> so stubborn. And then the worst part is that she swears she's not. She's like, what are you talking about? I'm like easily influenced. I'm like, mm-hmm, when you want to be. <laughs> and that's the worst because I'm like, my rising's also Taurus. <laughs> so it's just like stubborn on stubborn. Stub- no, it, the funniest thing is that with our other roommate, we would always like, well, she would always say like, oh my God, like, of course, Nicole is always the bitch, like naturally. And she would mm-hmm. always be like, Anson is so nice. Like she's the least Scorpio, Scorpio mm-hmm. I know. And I would always be like, mm-hmm, because you don't know her. <laughs> oh my God, no. Once again, I'm a chameleon. I, sh- I shape shifts to my sure. audience. <laughs> <laughs> and so that this one time that we were, again, really bored, we found out that Scorpio, I mean, that we found out that Anson is not only a Scorpio sun, she's a Scorpio moon. She's literally a triple Scorpio. You're, you're the most Scorpio yeah, of Scorpio. Scorpio. Scorpio moon. It'd be like that. So you're probably wondering, what are we saying? Like, what's a sun? What's a moon? Like, what's a rising? And we're here, ladies and gentlemen, to explain it to you. Not that we'll do a good job because we don't know what we're saying, but we can Google. That's as far as I guess. So from explore.mindbodyonline.com. So very credible. (laughs) It says the sun is your identity. So it's basically who you show to the world. And it explains and represents the vital force that drives you to seek the highest expression of your true self. Sure. So I don't know what that means. Sure. But, um, Sure. Wait, is that a sun? <laughs> yeah, that's the sun. It's like who you show to the world is what I'm right. like. Right, exactly. As. So it's like ooh, what people see you as, basically. What, mm-hmm. people, what people perceive from you. The moon signs is the soul behind your identity. It's the subconscious side of yourself that you, t- you t- Oh my God. It is the subconscious side of yourself that you typically keep hidden and it's the driving force behind your emotional reactions. Right. Yeah. Your moon is like basically what you internalize, essentially. And like who you like, what you feel like and who you actually are. It's like the, oh my God, what's that psychological theory? That's like the front stage, backstage theory. Like the front stage, I guess it's like Mm -hmm. what you show to people that's your son. The backstage is like your moon, essentially. That's like the actor model, no? And then your rising is known as your social personality. We can't speak today. Your rising sign is your social personality. It is how you draw. Oh my God, no, that's not what it's. It is how you dawn on people as it relates to your zodiac sign. I don't know what that means. I don't so basically, what one. I think it's just like what people. Okay, so the sun is what you show to people, but the rising is how people perceive you as. I guess, which is why it makes sense that once again the roommates didn't think I was like a Scorpio because my rising is a Taurus. So she was like, "You're the least." Scorpio Scorpio I've ever seen because like even though I'm acting as like a Scorpio like she perceives me as a Taurus 
which I don't know what that means, but it means something. It means you're so stubborn. It means nothing to me personally. Right, right. You know, you're right. <laughs> it means nothing except for the fact that you're stubborn. You're the worst. Thank you. I don't even know my rising. Hold on. I know your moon's like Virgo. Virgo. My moon is Virgo, right? which is literally yeah. And it's crazy because I see and I totally see where it comes from because I hate Virgos. Mm-hmm. And I mean, don't take that seriously. <laughs> okay. But they're like there's things she about dislikes Virgos. most Virgos. I dislike Virgos. I I honestly I really do. And what I dislike is like how nitpicky and like perfectionist they can be. And those are the traits I hate the most about myself. Like, I just don't, like, within myself and in right. other people, yeah. I don't like those traits, which is why it makes sense that my moon is Virgo, because I hate when I act a certain way. It just drives me insane. I'm like, oh, I hate it when people do that. So, like, why do I do it? No, exactly. Because what you hate in other people is what you don't like in yourself. Yeah, sometimes. Exactly. So, like... Yeah, definitely. You know, I 100% see that. that and it, it's uh, a heat that my moon is. Uh, Hold on. Pause. So, back, my oh, you're going to look up your. Okay, keep talking. Your... Keep talking. Yeah. Okay, okay. While you research, okay. Your Scorpio astrology horoscope, then your sign. We have some strengths, we have some weaknesses, we have some likes and dislikes. And now we're going to talk about them and see if you think, if you know us as people, see if this fits. Our general strengths are that we're resourceful, we're brave, we're passionate, we're stubborn, and we're a true friend. Our weaknesses is distrusting, jealous, secretive, and violent. In what way are we violent? I do agree, though. I think, I don't think I'm, like, distrusting of people. I think I don't like it when people distrust me. I think that's more more of, like, my weakness. I do agree, like, not jealous, but, like, envy. I think I am a huge envy, or I'm an envious person, I think. Mm. I was like, the English isn't there. <laughs> really? Like, I'm the seven deadly sins, like, once again, I think I would be envy. <laughs> no, literally not you, personally. I don't think so. Okay, so you I looked it up. it up, and my rising is a Libra. I don't know anything about Libras. Oh, okay. A Libra. I like Libras. I very much like Libras because they're like the kind of balancer in the group. Like that's what I. Know. They're the people yeah. that can very objectively see a situation because, like, their little sign is like the person with the scale. Mm-hmm. So they're very much like they can see a situation objectively and kind of see like, okay, that's the pros, that's the cons, and they can give like an unbiased opinion, which I do feel like you are capable of, and I feel like a lot of the times you are that mediator within like conflict i feel like i can be yeah i try to like i try to think things sort of logically like when i know i'm being kind of crazy i kind of try to resort to that Mm -hmm. because i know i can be crazy but anyway besides that as a as a fellow scorpio i do think we are resourceful i feel like i agree no like we know where to go to look for not people need us they don't need us but but like when someone asks me for something i feel like i can deliver I always yeah. ask you for things. Like, instead of Googling my Google, I'm just like, Nicole must know this. Seriously. And like, like I'm like, do I, I don't respond? know how to do this, so I'm just going to text Nicole. And you're like, look it up. And I'm like, but I can just ask you instead, and you will look it up for me. <laughs> what did it say? What else did it say? Brave. I'm not brave. I think I'm brave with the things I say. Oh, that's a twist. 
I think I'm brave in like trying again and like getting up and, and showing like resilience. But I don't think I'm brave in like, yeah, I'm a man, like I'm a soldier in war. What is that? I'm a man in a brave storm. But there's a saying. I have no. I don't know. There's a saying. Know. There's a thing. Like there's like uh whatever. Okay, passionate. So passionate. Yeah. I I agree. No, I dive head in first. Like. It's not even like I tippy toe. Like no, I'm just like oh, I like something and I fixate and I obsess about yeah. it until like it's my entire life. Mm-hmm. I agree. I kind of like Clara on the Bachelorette. Deo, 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 deo. Is she a Scorpio? <gasps> What's her last name? I just looked up Scorpio instead of Claire. Claire. I'm just gonna look up Claire Bachelorette. Probably. No. She's born in March, so she's a, One she's day a Pisces. At the beginning? The 20th. That, the yeah, middle, March a... 20th. She's a Pisces. That makes no sense. Astrology is fake. <laughs> Pseudoscience. <laughs> but anyway, what did it say? Resourceful, brave. Passionate, stubborn, and a true friend. Passionate. We talked about that. Stubborn. Hmm. What do you have to mm. say? I mean, a stubborn person wouldn't admit to being stubborn themselves, would they? I feel like you're you hate to admit that you're stubborn. I'm more willing to admit I'm stubborn. I mean, I'm stubborn in the way that I'm like, if I like, like if I see a vision of how I want to proceed, like I would like, I would very much like it to go that way. But like, if you convince me, I'll like very willing, like unwillingly change. Yeah, I mean, like there comes a point where I'm like, okay, yeah, maybe. But that comes with the fact that Scorpios like being right. Scorpios love being right. I love being right. My God. So like for me to have to like compromise. For me to have to be no. To to be like, yeah, maybe like this is not the best way. Like that hurts. But I'm like that that's so weird because I'm such a good like team player. I think. Whoa, that's a little braggy. But that's usually because like in those situations, like same, but it's because like, for example, let's say you're in a group project in a class. And then, like, mm-hmm. your teammates want to do something. And, like, you want to do something else. And, like, that's literally usually how it goes for me. However, I'm not going to sit there and fight them because I could give three flying beep, beep, what they say. You know, Like, it just doesn't matter to me. But, like, when something actually does matter to you, like, you will not budge. I don't know. I feel like I. it depends. That's when my Taurus rising is kind of, like, hi there. Because, okay, Taurus is, like, stubborn, too, but they're also, like, nicer, right? <laughs> like a Scorpio. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I feel like it's definitely situational for me. Like, there's things where I'm, like, no, I'm right. <laughs> no, we love to fight about this. Half the time, it's just me and you fighting about who's right. And we're like, I told you I was right. I love proving people wrong. Oh, that's also another one. To prove people wrong is my favorite pastime. Mm, absolutely. Nothing feeds my soul. Nothing feeds my soul like when my boyfriend fucks up. Oh, God. And I'm like, <laughs> fucking told you so. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> you can't just No, talk. not really. That's not where I, that's not where my passion stems from. <laughs> what? Dude, like, that's so me. Like, every time, like, no, it's actually Did something serious. No. I'm like, whatever. That's what it. Okay, compatibility. Let's talk about compatibility. 
Scorpios are fantastic in management, solving, and creating. When a Scorpio sets a goal, there is no giving up. They are great in solving tasks that require a scientific and thorough approach. I, I would agree. agree. Jobs like scientists, physicians, researchers, sailors, detectives are great jobs for yeah. this zodiac sign. Yeah, and I think both me and you were kind of detail-oriented. Oh, for sure. That's when my OCD really, <laughs> really comes out. <laughs> yeah, and just like that, we love to fixate on things. And like, that's probably where it like, right. really sounds that. I mean, you're very meticulous, like in planning your days and then like oh and like yeah exactly and like planning or like things like my desktop anything that's visual I'm very detail oriented with I'm like like my phone screen things like that like I don't know like I'm very detail oriented when it comes to like visual mm-hmm. aspects I don't know if that has anything to do but okay so who do we get along with best each other yay where are you getting this information from Nicole I'm kidding. What? Anecdotal evidence. Oh. (laughs) Aries and Scorpio share a planetary influence. Okay, because each, like, sign is ruled by, like, a planet. Because that's how astrology works. Duh, Anson. (laughs) Duh. I think we're Mars, if I'm not mistaken. I wouldn't know what to tell you. But like it says, um, the water sign trio understand each other's moods and emotional intensity they get that they're a bit deeper than your average show and they usually form incredibly close bonds in Scorpio, Cancer, and Pisces. Do you have any Cancer or Pisces in your life? Um, my mom and my dad. No. My mom and my dad. Yeah. <laughs> my dad's a Pisces. My mom's a Cancer. <laughs> that's crazy. We're all water signs. Oh my God. Yeah. That's why we're a mess. And that's why in Sinner, they're like, when we die. <laughs> and I'm so like, oh so dark. That's why they're so dark. That makes so much sense. Oh my god, everything clicks. Okay, and then the, the next says ones. the start. Literally. <laughs> and then it says the hot tip for hot sex for Scorpio is Taurus, their opposite sign. Both of these signs are very physical and can match each other's sexual drive, intensity, and adventurousness. Hashtag astro porn. <laughs> <laughs> can we keep this in? Yes. If we want a, a sponsor. Oh, what's that? Vibrator company? Like a sex toy sponsorship? <laughs> Adam and Eve. <laughs> Adam and Eve. Hi, Adam and Eve. If you're listening, feel free to reach out. We will test your products gladly. We will make sure they work. So Taurus has never been with the Taurus. I, I know actually like two Tauruses. Because they're what? April, May, right? Mm-hmm. Well. I mean, know. I get along both with both of them very well, like really? very very well. Once again, that's my Taurus. Yeah, I get along with Tauruses very well. I think I get along. I think with Tauruses the best, because they're very like. Good to know. Go make a podcast with the Taurus. Go make go make go make the podcast with the Taurus. I'm I'm leaving. I'm leaving. <laughs> Sorry, this is the last episode of Chismosas Mimosas. We'll be back next week with another co-host. Mm-hmm. No, I don't Carry know what on. I'm that you were like, oh. I just like Taurus. Oh, yeah, I think I get along with Taurus as well because I'm a Taurus in some ex- like if like you were to say like how much your sun, your moon, and your rising like shows in your character, I think Taurus for me is like eighty five percent personally. 
I also usually like Tauruses and I just Tauruses it's not even that like they just drive me crazy like in what sense? I I just can't deal with people who are just so stubborn like it just makes me want to die <laughs> okay but that's not their only characteristic trait like you can't no, you can't like, just like say Scorpio equals bitch so I hate bitches automatically okay but have you seen the Taurus sign it literally has horns on it Okay, but have you seen a Scorpio? We also have horns. Don't we just have little things? We're poisonous, too. We'll just stab ourselves. It's kind of cute, sure. It's because you're toxic. We should get matching Scorpio tattoos. But then what if we're not friends? Don't say that. My God. That's what I'm, like, always scared of. Like, I'm always, like, what if, like, because you never know. Like, what if, like, next year, like, I end up hating you for some reason? Don't say that. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Like, knock on wood. But mm. is this my distressing? <laughs> <laughs> you're psychoanalyzing yourself. Do you think you're, like, do you think you would distress people? I don't think I'm distressful of people. I think, really? if anything, I'm very optimistic of people. Like, I usually see, like, a... You want to see the best in them? I want to see the best in people. It depends. It depends. Sometimes when when I know that you're like a terrible person, I'm like, okay, no, you can rot. But like, if you're a new person, I give you the benefit of the doubt. Interesting. You, oh my God, you, every time we bring someone like home to the apartment, you're like the dad when it's like the boyfriend coming home, like meeting the parent. Yeah. That you meet Nicole. (laughs) Dude, but to this day, there, I honestly can't think of anyone. However, I'm just going to say there's very few just to cover my butt but like when I tell you I get vibes from someone and we've had this happen to us and I'm like there's just something about that person I'm usually right I'm usually right and that's about Scorpios wanting to get everything right about people I think this is just us like talking ourselves into circle and like justifying all our actions absolutely like, yeah, we're usually right because you're absolutely. a Scorpio <laughs> exactly anyway on another note we're gonna move on And since today is not only Halloween, there's a full moon, and it's also a blue moon, which if you're not aware of what a blue moon means, it's basically the second full moon in one month. And it only happens about every two and a half years. So it's it's pretty rare. And so today happens two and a half years. Yeah. Wouldn't it be? Oh, I thought it would be more. No, a blue moon. Which is a blue moon is a second. It's like the second full moon in one month. So right. we had a, a full moon at the beginning of October. And now we have another one on the last day. Right. Which makes it a blue moon. Hence, once in a blue moon. So what's so important about a full moon? Well, basically, the reason the moon is so significant is because moon rituals have been around for a very long time. And they've been used in like sacred practices, like in Egypt, India, and China. And moon worship um, was always a part of the culture. And so the phases of the moon influenced like the growth and the decline of like plants, animals, and human life. And so since then, moon phases have kind of been used to track cycles in life and on earth, Mm -hmm. right? And so usually full moons are good for manifesting. So what exactly is manifestation? And manifestation is trying to bring something tangible into your life through attraction and belief. So basically your thoughts, you know, 
that's like a very common saying from like books like The Secret, like we were talking about and things Mm -hmm. like that. Just like positive energy and that positive thinking mindset, that manifestation, that, um, that belief that you can really attract things, good things usually, into your life through your thoughts. Right. Basically, it's the law of attraction. So the energy you send out is the energy you're going to attract and receive back, which I believe in. Like scientifically, that makes sense. Like what you send out is what you're going to get back. So I do believe in manifestation in that sense. Okay. So this Halloween, even though she's a full moon and she's a blue moon, you don't want to manifest on her. You don't want to manifest today or in the next few days because of very voodoo magic that I actually cannot wrap my peanut brain around because it's just a bunch of vocab and a bunch of like things we don't like know enough uh, astrologically wise. Is that even a word? Astrological terms that we're just not super familiar with, but we're going to make an attempt our best attempt to kind of decipher this for you guys, just because we thought it would be fun and just like spooky. We're going to spark notes her, except we actually don't have the knowledge to spark notes her, but we'll try. Exactly. Good enough. (laughs) Okay. So I found out about this today, which actually makes a lot of sense, but obviously like I just never thought about it. When the moon is in full moon, it's opposite to the sun, which like, duh, because that's how you see her. But I never thought about it. (laughs) And so Right now, the sun, as we know, is in Scorpio because it's the Scorpio season and the moon is in Taurus. And so Taurus is very like stubborn, like we've mentioned. And it's right now also like somehow in conjunct to Uranus. (laughs) Right. And so basically this Halloween, which is today, has particularly intense energy and so you don't want to invite this energy into it because if you manifest anything today or in the next couple of days, the energy is just so intense that it could actually backfire on you. Mm-hmm. And this happens to happen because Uranus is in retrograde. And that means that it's closer to the sun. Uranus is known as the planet of like sudden events, rebellion, and deconditioning. And so naturally, if you try to manifest something at this moment, that energy wouldn't serve you good. It would probably do the exact opposite. I don't know if that made any sense to absolutely anyone. So let's break it down to like even dumber terms. Think of Uranus as like your teenage high school angst self. You don't want to manifest anything to her because she's just going to want to punch you. Absolutely. She's pissed. She's mad. She's just angry about something. And like nothing you say is going to get through to her. So you're just going to have to wait. Exactly. And Mercury is also somehow in retrograde too, right? Yeah. Mercury is also in retrograde. I don't know what that means, but. Yeah, no, I don't know. It's a great excuse for life going bad. (laughs) It's just like when energy is off. And so basically. Well, my energy has been off. (laughs) I think it's been two years. I think the following phase after the full moon is a new moon well yeah it's a cycle so it's gonna- and so when when once we i guess see the new moon i don't know i think basically when the new moon comes around that's when you're supposed to be manifesting things for like the future and things like you want to start and that's when that energy is like it's like new energy right so like it's it's a new moon and so allegedly so that's when you should be manifesting what you would like like projecting essentially 
Do you think that's why Stephanie Myers named her book New Moon? I have no clue why she named the new one. What was that book about? But yeah, just don't manifest today or in the next few days. I don't know when you can start manifesting again. But... I think it would be the new moon, which is what I was trying to say. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a while. That's like in a... Because the moon cycles every month, right? I, I'm Girl, that would be in a few days. <laughs> the whole cycle is 28 days. Yeah, yeah, days. that's what I'm saying. Like today would be the end of the of the cycle. And so it would start again. The next moon, maybe it would... I don't know. I don't know when it would be, but the new moon is going to be on November fifteenth. So that's mm. when you can start manifesting again. Oh my god, that's right before your birthday. T. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to write a little note. <laughs> oh, okay. So talk about what you do. So I've been doing this thing since college, since I think second year in college, when I needed to pass my orgo exam. And I was like, what better time? Because I'm atheist. I, I don't pray, right? So I'm like, but I need to pray to someone because I need to pass this exam. <laughs> and so I started writing little notes. Like it started out being like a physical note. Like I had a sticky note pad. And I would start off every note with high universe. It's me, <laughs> Anson. And like today, like whatever, whatever. I'm like, I want this to happen. Like, thanks. Hope, hope you make it happen. I would just have like little conversations with the universe whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like i've been doing it and like they've come true so i i'm assuming you've now transitioned into your notes app on your phone yes it, i've transitioned to my notes app because i'm like technologically advanced now four okay well i found one in 2018 and this was 2018 december 31st so like kind of my resolution also as well and it was just like these are kind of like trivial things but like even for like tiny things I manifested like I'm gonna get a research position like in college and like I got a research experience in college and oh I said, my god yeah no things have happened and like I was like I want to go see like 17 front row and she happens I mean like these things like obviously like you make them happen but like I would like to think the manifesting helped yeah I think the manifesting definitely does help at first, so I was like on TikTok and I saw like this girl that was like, basically the way I manifest is like, I say this five times before I go to bed and then five times when I wake up. And so I was like, oh my God, I'm going to start doing it. And so then mm-hmm. I would just do it and I would forget half the time and then feel guilty. So it would be like 2 p.m. and then I would do it. And then I realized I was like, dude, I'm not actually manifesting. Like I'm not. Like, I was just doing it to do it, but, like, I wasn't believing it. I don't know if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like, I wasn't no, actually, for sure. like... Yeah, you have to believe you know. the words you say. When you yeah, say exactly. So then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it whenever I remember. And it, I started remembering, like, every single day at whatever oh. time it was. And then it came true. So I was like, oh, my God, like, maybe it does work. It's also, happens. like, 11-11, like, make a wish, like, that type of thing. Okay, so I have two things. So 11-11, I always see the clock at 11-11, always make my wish. Like, it doesn't fail. But I also always see the clock at 10-27, which is allegedly, like, your angel number. Like, if you have a number that, like, follows you repeatedly or that you always look at the clock and it's always, like, that time. Mine is always 10-27, which is also my birthday. And I looked it up, but apparently it means, like, good intuition or something like that. Or, like, always trust your intuition. And so mm-hmm. I believe I, I, I believe in my intuition now because of that. <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> my pseudoscience. Aww, that's cute. No, that's cute. 
It's always good to believe in yourself. Not in myself, in my gut. <laughs> I'm just like, vibes no, are off. No, that is believing in yourself. Vibes are off? I, no. Well, I think we've reached the end of this episode. Hopefully you enjoyed her and you actually like understood or got something beneficial out of it. Yeah. And we or hope maybe you- not. Maybe it was just a fun lesson. Or maybe not. We hope you also didn't manifest anything. And if you did, just be like, hi, universe. Like, sorry about that. Wasn't aware of the rules. Like, taking a Take, back. Takes these backsies. Takes these backsies. Like, whoops. Made a, made a boo-boo. <laughs> made a boo-boo. <laughs> made a boo-boo. Because um, we also weren't aware. So I, I spoke to the universe. And I was like, you know what? Like, I have manifested this one thing. And, like, I'm just taking it back. Like, don't worry about it. Like, we'll talk about it in a few days. Like, we'll talk about it later. Talk about it later. Yeah. Well, anyways, guys, we hope you enjoyed. Our quote for this episode is Doubt kills more dreams than a failure ever will. Susie Kazim. Thanks, Susie. Thanks, girl. <laughs> if you want to sponsor this episode. Anyway, now we're going to say goodbye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope you learned something. We hope you didn't manifest. And whatever you manifest, like when you do, we hope it comes true. Just believe in yourself and you can make it happen. And doubt kills more fears than failure ever will. Period. Is that so? Period. <laughs> Bye, guys. Have a good one. <laughs>